Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. In February of 2021, we began publishing articles detailing the extensive backlogs and processing delays at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services and how these delays have impacted foreign nationals, their families, and U.S. employers. It's been more than 21 months since President Biden took office. And while the Biden-Harris administration has made many promises to modernize the immigration system and enact comprehensive and compassionate immigration reforms, it has been exceptionally slow to deliver meaningful changes that positively impact foreign nationals, their families, and U.S. employers. In this episode of the Minor and Landis Immigration Update podcast, we're going to discuss the current backlogs and processing times, tell you about a new piece of legislation that promises to alleviate some of the delays, and at the end of the podcast, we have some tips for employers and foreign nationals that can help to minimize the time it takes to process your petition. On June 22, 2022, the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Citizenship and Immigration Services Ombudsman hosted a webinar to discuss the strategies being implemented by USCIS to reduce its backlogs and processing times. During the webinar, USCIS Ombudsman Phyllis A. Coven stated that there were currently 8.5 million cases pending with USCIS, of which 5.2 million, or approximately 61%, were considered to be backlogged. By comparison, in September of 2019, USCIS had approximately 2.5 million backlog cases, or 31% of the 8.1 million cases that were filed at that time. According to an alert published by the American Immigration Lawyers Association, or AILA, in 2014, it took USCIS an average of five months to process most applications. However, by fiscal year of 2020, processing times had increased, on average, to nine months. Between fiscal year 2017 and fiscal year 2019, USCIS processing times increased by more than 37%, even though during the same period there was a 10% decrease in the number of cases filed with USCIS. Now, there are many factors responsible for these delays, many of which we've talked about before in this podcast, and these include, but are certainly not limited to, significant and consistent underfunding and understaffing of USCIS, safety protocols implemented during the COVID-19 pandemic, which slows everything down, training issues resulting in the issuance of boilerplate requests for evidence, or RFEs, and inadequate technology and or antiquated information technology systems that are still being used by USCIS adjudications officers. That's just to name a few. Since the COVID-19 pandemic started, these processing times have increased dramatically. Now, this podcast is taken from an article written by Lynn Walker and posted on her LinkedIn page. She now references a, a chart that, that you can see on her LinkedIn page. I'm not going to be able to read you this chart here. It would be boring and overly complicated, but you should definitely go to Lynn Walker's LinkedIn page to see this chart and a plethora of footnotes that I'm kind of skipping over for the most part. Uh, you know, these podcasts are always sort of an abbreviated version of Lynn Walker's written articles that always appear on her LinkedIn page. And when you're searching for Lynn Walker on LinkedIn, you spell her first name L-I-N. 
So again, Lynn shows a chart that shows the current processing times of some of the most commonly filed applications and petitions. Now, the processing times on the chart in months reflect those published as of November 12th, 2022 for standard processing, not premium processing. And we're going to talk about a little bit more about premium processing later. But premium processing, as you may know, is a benefit that requires the payment of an additional optional filing fee of either $1,500 or $2,500, in addition to the mandatory filing fees associated with the non-immigrant or immigrant visa classification being sought by the U.S. employer and or the foreign national. According to USCIS, though, 80% of cases are completed within the timeframes published on its website. So that was one of the footnotes, and let's get back to the main text here. Although the Biden-Harris administration has made some helpful changes, such as reinstituting USCIS deference policy for previous approved petitions and removing the biometrics requirements for H-4 and L-2 spouses, the combination of the above-listed factors has resulted in these unprecedented and frankly unconscionable delays in the adjudication of immigration benefits. Just a quick footnote. We previously discussed the USCIS deference policy in our podcast uh, about a year ago in Season 1, Episode 39, called The Deference Policy Part 2, How Previous Approvals Can Help with Difficult L1A RFEs. And that might be worth looking into for you. So now it's time to talk about what could possibly be the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's the Case Backlog, Transparency, and Accountability Act. On October 25th, 2022, Congressman Tody Cardenas introduced the Case Backlog Transparency and Accountability Act, which we'll call the Act from here on out, to address the extensive backlogs and processing delays at USCIS. The Act would require USCIS and the Government Accountability Office, or GAO, to determine the reasons for these delays and backlogs and to find solutions to resolve them. In short, the Act would, first, require USCIS to publish quarterly reports on case backlogs, which must identify the number of pending applications, the net backlog, and the gross backlog. Also to define the active suspense categories and the number of cases pending in each category, while providing the average processing time for each type of application. And it would also require the GAO to publish a biennial report, which must have A. Analyzing factors contributing to the USCIS backlogs. B. Assessment of the impact of USCIS's own policy and procedures on processing times. C. Evaluations of USCIS efforts to eliminate the backlogs and ensure accurate and consistent adjudications. And D. Recommend strategies, policies, and or procedures to expedite the processing of applications. The Case Backlog Transparency and Accountability Act is a welcome reform that we believe would significantly reduce processing times and backlogs by identifying internal USCIS policies and procedures that cause undue delays, whether these are training issues or workflow processes, and create systems that could streamline case adjudication. The Act has the potential to deliver on the Biden-Harris administration's promises to modernize the immigration system and enact comprehensive and compassionate immigration reforms. In the meantime, what can foreign nationals and U.S. employers do? 
Well, here are a few handy tips that we have found to be very useful. Given the current landscape, it is really important for foreign nationals and their families and employees to work with competent immigration professionals who understand the regulations and procedures to file timely petitions and applications for immigration benefits. Now, some of these helpful tips are filing applications and petitions as soon as legally permitted, especially for applications and petitions that cannot benefit from premium processing service and where renewals or extensions can only be filed within 180 days of the benefit's expiration date. If premium processing service is available and the foreign national's ancillary benefits, such as a driver's license, will expire, the foreign national and or employer should consider availing themselves of the expedited processing provided by premium processing. You should continue to expect extensive USCIS delays and utilize the options available to address those delays, which may include 1. Requesting expedited processing, where the foreign national and or employer qualifies. 2. Requesting assistance from a congressperson. That can be a big help. Or 3. Filing a lawsuit to compel USCIS to adjudicate the long-delayed application or petition. In conclusion, we recognize that there are many compelling priorities that the Biden-Harris administration is confronting. However, our immigration system is in dire need of reform. We urge the Biden-Harris administration to keep its promises and start enacting real policies and legislation to reform our broken immigration system and provide real changes and significant relief, including enacting the Case Backlog Transparency and Accountability Act. As always, Minor and Landis will continue to closely monitor all immigration-related legislation and will publish updates as they happen. If you have any questions, please contact our experienced immigration attorneys to schedule a consultation. Thanks again for listening to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast. Be sure to follow us, rate, and review. That really helps us grow. If you have any questions or would like to contact us for a consultation, please reach out to us through our website, minor.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.